Namaste, everyone. Welcome to the Charvak Podcast. This is your host, Kushal Mehra. All right. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about uh, Pakistan. And a few days ago, we saw uh, Nawaz Sharif had returned to Pakistan. And then we saw him and a dove on the stage. And then I reached out to Sushant and I told him, What are you Your favorite uh, Pakistani has come back. So here he is, Sushant, to share his views. Bye. Welcome. Thanks, yeah. How come you are so nice to me in the beginning? This is a miraculous start for the Charvak podcast. Sushant Sarin is not dissing. <laughs> 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 we are closing ranks, Ajkal. Plus, you can't get predictions. So it's not that. I don't know. 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 इंडिया के बारे में तूने कुछ नहीं बोला जीतेंगे नहीं जीतेंगे नहीं नहीं मैंने नहीं बोला मैं मैं तौबा तौबा का मकाम है तौबा तौबा का मकाम <laughs> उससे अलग रह बाकी सब ठीक है बाकी हम देखो टॉलरेट कर लेंगे हां अच्छा तो चल मेरे को एक बात बता लेट्स स्टार्ट फ्रॉम हियर व्हाट डू यू मेक ऑफ दिस फोर्थ फोर्थ रिटर्न ऑफ नवाज शरीफ द फोर्थ टाइम इज अ चार्म यार क्वाइट क्लियरली मतलब ही इज he is a man for in some ways all seasons um he's back and and the great survivor of pakistani politics not many people manage these kind of comebacks benazir managed too and on her third comeback when she was going to be there uh she was bummed off mm-hmm. so uh, this guy not only has made three comebacks and all three times been thrown out by the forge. Uh, and and now he's come back for a fourth time, again riding on the shoulders of the forge. But the fact of the matter remains, he's come. So now he's again come back. See, the first time he came into power uh, as prime minister, he was in power earlier also. But when he came into power, it was basically the forge brought him in. He was brought into politics by the army. He was their favorite child. And uh, then he uh, he uh, became the prime minister because of the army. But every time he's been in power, he's always had a phada with the forge. And it's been on that you know he wants to do his own thing and there is always riders which come from the army and from the establishment and he would resist and then the problems would come uh, on a variety of reasons it could be economic policy it could be a policy towards india it could be on a range of issues and then he would be thrown out until he would come back again now there was a time when it was him versus benazir the moment you sacked benazir there was nobody else but you had to bring him in Right? As an mm-hmm. alternative. Yeah. Now, the wali party is done. Asif Zardari and that little twit of a guy, uh, you know, uh, Bilawal, they have managed to ruin the party completely. So, the party is done. It's 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 done. Uh, you know, burnish his politics uh, in the eyes of the army. But so far, the army doesn't seem to have any use for it. Uh, and the party does not have any real support 
for example, in Punjab or even for that matter in KP. Bachta Sindh hai. Sindh mein bhi urban areas mein nahi hai. Koi presence rural areas mein hai. So that is where they are at. So now if supposing you want to get rid of Imran Khan, you need a credible face. Now whether, Imra, whether Nawaz becomes the prime minister or not, I don't know. But his party is coming back to power. That much is clear. His, his route to prime ministership uh, is is uh, you know there are there are some legal hurdles if he crosses all of those then yes he is the undisputed boss of the party his brother is a nobody in in that sense but if he doesn't come then maybe i think shabaz gets a look in and the army would be very happy with shabaz but then there would be friction again and we'll come to that later on the point is that the forge brought him in the first time the forge is bringing him in this time uh and uh, and and i think that is uh, the significant uh, change which has come despite all nawaz sharif saying ke main nazariyati ho gaya hu matlab ki i become very ideological now which basically meant that i am like a big democrat that i think that thing is gone that is not there anymore so uh, this is where they are at right now and uh, so let's see where they go from here so why, why did he want to time his return after the retirement of Chief Justice Umar Atta Bandial? What's the story behind that? Yeah, the story is very clear that judiciary was uh, quite uh, biased in favor of Imran Khan. You know, this is that same judge that when Imran Khan was arrested and produced before him, you know, he made that famous comment, oh, good to see you. So a lot of people asked how many, uh, you know, people who are charged with crimes when they are brought before you, do you say, good to see you, even if they were former prime ministers. But uh, throughout uh, the last couple of years, we've seen that apart from one or two cases, in virtually every case, uh, they gave a lot of uh, leeway to Imran Khan. They were literally batting for him. Uh, you know, the families of many of these judges were beholden to Imran Khan and were, were, were you know, uh, rooting in his favor. Uh, and they were targeting the Sharif family and Nawaz Sharif in particular. So there was this thing that because there were a lot of court cases against Nawaz Sharif, technically he was an absconder. He was in jail. He'd been plucked out of jail because of ill health and taken abroad. Now that happens only for people like Nawaz Sharif. It will not happen for an ordinary Pakistani citizen. So he was taken and he was sent to, uh, you know, he was allowed to go to England for treatment. But he never came back. Then he was in self-exile. But so he had been declared an absconder. So he was technically uh, a wanted man. And if he came back, he would be, he would probably in, in, in normal circumstances, he would probably be taken straight to jail. And then he could apply for bail or whatever. But they cleared it up beforehand. KG and then, you know, he can present himself three days, four days later. You know, that kind of a thing. So, that would not have been possible if Bandial was still the Chief Justice. Now, there was a regime change in the Pakistani judiciary. So, that made it kind of easier to uh, to get a favorable uh, verdict uh, in his favor. And that kind of paved the way for his return. So, that was that. But then... Uh... I still find it very interesting that uh, of all the people, they could only find Nawaz Sharif to be the only presentable face for the global uh, world. That's why they've gotten him, like uh, to show the Americans or the British or basically the Anglo-Saxon power base. 
Nee, it was not just the Anglo-Saxon power. They would have been just as happy with Shabaz Sharif. I think the more important reason was, for the for example, the Chinese. They would have been very happy with Shabaz Sharif because he's seen as the go-getter and you know, good administrator, very, you know, very very uh, quick on taking decisions, all of that. The problem is that have you ever seen Shabaz Sharif? He clearly has a thing for microphones. He will he will have this finger like this. Very dramatic kind of thing. He will try and quote poetry and it sounds very stupid from coming from his mouth. And very revolutionary poetry. So he's a strange kind of a character, you know. And he doesn't have any public support. He is not a popular guy, uh, you know. There are some people even within the same family who have the charisma, who have, you know, who have the ability to take people, who have that aura about them. Nawaz Sharif has it. See, what happens about Nawaz Sharif is, Ushal, a lot of people, you know, well, when they meet Nawaz Sharif, they think, ah, you understand Bhola Bacha, right? I don't know how many of your audience will understand that, but you understand he's a Bhola Bacha, right? Uh, looks like a bit of a simpleton, easy going so a lot of people think that maybe he's a little slow you know all of that but boss aise hai banda char bari agar pradhan mantri ban gaya hai kuch to hoga na bhai he can't be he he is nobody is fool to have become prime minister four times keep that in mind you know and in a in a very treacherous um kind of politics which is there in Pakistan. You know that in Pakistan, India may be hoti hai kafi tak, especially North India. Mein. Wo, you know, till yesterday that guy would be saying Kushal Mehra, ter se bada leader koi nahi hai, Jaan Hazir, agle din tu dekhega, he's joined the other party. You know, Haryana for example, uh, Bhajanlal took the whole party, hijacked the whole party and took it to Congress side. Yeah. Puri party le gaya wo. You know, that kind of thing has happened. One day, four-four times, he started the point is that in that kind of a polity, where there's this army, and just look at the way the army has demolished Imran Khan's party. Four days in jail, everyone is coming press conference Imran Khan bada gadda aadmi hai. Mein to ya to politics chhod de raha hu ya main kisi aur party mein join kar raha hu. You know so that kind of a thing is happening. We come to that also later ke kaun si party wo join kar raha hai. But the thing is that in that kind of a polity for somebody like a Nawaz Sharif who's taken on and had problems with the Pakistan army and this in a party which is a very traditional, orthodox, conservative, logon ki party, bazaar ki party, you know, that kind of people. Uh, you know, very, in, in a sense, religiously orthodox, you know, that kind of a lot. Uh, and and very uh, establishment party. Us party se tumne char bari establishment se panga liya. Aur uske baad tum bar bar return karte ho. For a variety of reasons. Uh, we can go into that. But you, you are now... In a look in on for the fourth time. Now you can't be anybody is fool to be able to do that. You have to be a very bloody clever politician. You have to have something in you to be able to do that. 
His brother could not do it. He was prime minister for 16 months. He couldn't handle it. You know, whatever else you might say, it was very, very difficult circumstances, everything granted. But he couldn't handle it. He, he wasn't able to evoke that sentiment in the people, keep that core support base intact, energize the voter, you know, stuff like He can't do it. Uske bas ki nahi hai. Uske bhi nahi hai, uske bete ki bhi nahi hai. Nawaz Sharif ki bhi hai aur uski beti ka bhi ek charisma aapko nazar aata hai. You know, the way she interacts with people, the way she's a woman and a very combative woman. Okay, she has a dance for her husband, but that's, you know, people can't choose who they get married, although in their case they did. Uh, but sometimes you get married and then you realize ke yaar kise kar li hai shadi. But that also happens. Uh, but you have seen that it's Abhishek Manu Singhvi tweet. To whom? He has tweeted that apparently the Haryana government has marriage registration in a new department. I think Department of Disaster Management or something. So he tweeted about that incidentally. So, you know, Haryanvis have a sense of humor. <laughs> but the point is that look so the guy has the charisma so you so uh, people underestimate him he's the kind of a guy that you know a lot of I have to met him once or twice but a lot of people who've actually met him one to one or in a very close gathering very large kind of a gathering but people who met him they say that look he's the kind of a guy who will never disclose what's sticking in his mind. You have to make out what he's thinking of, but he doesn't even let you do that. You have to make out what he's thinking of from the questions he's asking you. But he himself will never disclose anything. You know, what, what he's thinking. And then he pretends to be a bit of a buffoonish kind of a character by constantly offering you food. Hmm. So a lot of people tend to take him lightly. They, they tend to underestimate him. But yaar, boss, if he's come back four times, then either it's a gift of the gift, but I think there is, there has to be something more to, you know, his, his, uh, his political wiles, if you will, that he's, he's such a survivor. He clearly is a survivor, but uh, see, here's the thing. Today, I mean, uh, I'm taking the cue from our last chat when we were talking about chaos in Pakistan. Usse main cue le uh, last time we had discussed ki what was happening in Pakistan, Imran Khan ke saath, jo bhi ye log ne salika Imran Khan ki. But the point is like, if you go by some polls, I was trying to read some and you have also kind of uh, mentioned uh, something uh, uh, in that line uh, in your ORF uh, essay that he still is popular, Imran Khan, in a major section of society. So Actually, how are they going to manage this? It's not been done legally. It's, you know, you stretch the legal framework to a point where it becomes meaningless. Uh, somebody goes to court, they get a bail. The moment the guy comes out, you put him in jail again. Some, then you, he gets another bail. Logon ko bari, uh, bail mila hai aur unko, jaisi bahar nikal de, vaisi dhar lete hai. 
यू नो नए नए केसेस ठोकते रहते हैं यू ऑल काइंड ऑफ थिंग्स सो देन यू यू नो यू 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 अटैक देर फैमिलीज यू अटैक देर बिजनेसेस इट्स लाइक अ कंप्लीट वाइस लाइक ग्रिप इन विच द पाकिस्तान आर्मी कैचेस पीपल सो डंडे के जोर पे आपने कर दिया यू यू नो यू you decimated his party taken away all the big leaders the party is a shell even the shell is bloody crumbling imran himself is in jail uh, virtually incommunicado uski behan behan jate hain usko milne but that's about it so there are there are huge problems going forward for the party now the thing is uh, that for these guys uh, अब पॉपुलरिटी तो है लेकिन जब इलेक्शन होगा व्हाट विल हैपन इट विल डिपेंड नंबर वन ऑन द टर्न आउट एंड देर आर देर आर पीपल हु बिलीव दैट पाकिस्तान इलेक्शंस नॉर्मली डोंट हैव मोर देन अ 50 परसेंट टर्न आउट पीपल आर नॉट वेरी इन्वेस्टेड इन देयर डेमोक्रेसी एनीवेज बट इट इज बीइंग प्रिडिक्टेड दैट दिस टाइम द टर्न आउट माइट इवन बी लेस सो फॉर एग्जांपल इन 1997 व्हेन नवाज बिकेम प्राइम मिनिस्टर फॉर द सेकंड टाइम इफ आई mistake in not i think the total uh, vote percentage that election was 27 or 35% theek hai to itna to aapka voting turnout hota hai is bar mana ja raha hai ki people will uh, you know express their displeasure by not coming out to vote uh, so at one level you know purists like you can question ke ji wo लेजिटिमेसी कहां से आएगी पाकिस्तानी कहते हैं लेजिटिमेसी घंटा ठीक है ना एंड ऑफ द स्टोरी क्या व्हाट इज लेजिटिमेसी आप कुर्सी पे बैठे हो तो लेजिटिमेट हो इफ यू आर ऑन द चेयर यू आर लेजिटिमेट इफ यू आर नॉट ऑन द चेयर रिगार्डलेस ऑफ हाउ मेनी वोट्स यू गॉट यू आर नॉट लेजिटिमेट द फैक्ट इज दैट जू नो देर वॉज एन इलेक्शन इन नाइनटीन फॉर एग्जाम्पल वेन वेन जियाव इज स्टिल देर that was a non party kind of an election you held that there were new people who came in they had legitimacy so legitimacy is an overrated virtue as i've written also it's an overrated virtue nobody gives a damn about it if you have power you are legitimate if you don't have power you are illegitimate end of the story so i think that is what they are banking on but there see Now, that is the normal thing, right? पाकिस्तान के हालात देखो तो ऐसे लगता है जैसे वो गाजा में लोग बोल रहे हैं ना किसिटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीटीट
you are an economy in which i think and we spoke about this last time also the developmental spending has completely stopped now that is something which you know generates economic activity that stopped because they have no money uh so uh if you have to kickstart thing then your fiscal goes out of sync without that your growth goes out of sync totally out of shape you have to pay off loans but your fiscal is so bad that already you are paying your debt servicing alone uh, eats up your entire revenue and then some so everything even every bloody salary even if a peon is being paid from loans that's clearly an unsustainable situation so that has been addressed right now so the economy is screwed the growth is not taking place the polity is broken completely no matter what lipstick you put on that pig uh so that's gone you have a bad security situation which is likely to get worse in part because this expulsion of afghan refugees which is happening is going to create a lot of bad blood at least that's that's the uh, expectation so that is you know uh, in in a bad shape so whichever way you look at it those problems might have been postponed for now pushed back a bit covered up a bit but they all going to erupt at the moment there's a new government then how does that civil military relationship work and what does imran khan do at that point of time does he then start raising hell or does he not does he pipe down doing him unless you bump him off he's not going to pipe down okay which you know it's an islamic state anything can happen you can bump him off okay so mm-hmm. bump off karne mein kitna time lagta hai kisi ko yaar to wo bhi ho sakta hai but uske apne repercussions honge na uske apne repercussions honge yaar dekh pata hai kushal baat ye hai ki you know when politics happens and if if there are politicians in the country na beyond you know we might disparage them as much as we will but you know they have the art of managing contradictions which exist in countries and in societies and in polities when you start taking this kind of an action against them as has been happening in pakistan then it breaks not just the polity it breaks the society in many ways hmm so there is something to be said for you know allowing politicians enough room to operate but look the problem is that you know people in uniform abhor the 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 kind of the chaos of politics they abhor it and they can't handle it they, they don't understand the double speak of politicians mm. they don't understand the treachery of politicians that is part of the game तो वहां पर वो एक कॉन्फ्लिक्ट आता है अब ये कॉन्फ्लिक्ट जब आएगा तो फिर उसको नवाज शरीफ कैसे मैनेज करेगा एंड द आर्मी इज ऑलरेडी इस्टेब्लिश इट सेल्फ इट हैज शोन हाउ मच इट इज इन कंट्रोल आई थिंक अगेन दैट कंट्रोल इज नॉट एग्जैक्टली एज एब्सोल्यूट एज मेनी मेक इट आउट टू बी आई थिंक दैट कंट्रोल हैज ऑल्सो बीन वेरी सिवियरली डेंटेड But you, now, you think Imran Khan challenging them has kind of uh, exposed them to? Yeah, yeah. There are very deep divisions in the polity. Yeah, there are very deep divisions in the army. 
you know, so this kind of a situation has never happened before. And people might keep quiet because, you know, that kind of a thing. You browbeaten people into compliance. But that does not mean that they are with you. And and that can then backfire, you know, when things start going uh, all right. Yeah, but uh, how much do you think the forge is banking on? And and I'm saying this in quotes. Uh, Nawaz Sharif's credibility uh, is going to help them stabilize the economy in terms of getting more raising money, um, and that's the reason. And in Nawaz Sharif's eyes, how much of this return is to basically lay the ground for his daughter, Maryam Nawaz? I think both the factors are operating. He would want Maryam to be his successor. I think that's a no-brainer because the sons are not interested in politics. In any case, they have no role to play. Maryam is interested. She's shown a lot of spunk, a lot of spirit, a lot of grit. You know, for a girl from her background to go into jail and then not uh, and and uh -huh, to go into jail and then not you know be bogged down by that. I think that goes to her credit. Uh, to be fair to her, so of course he would want to pave the way for a generational change and and make her uh, you know uh, inherit his mantle. That's a no-brainer. On the first question, I think there are two or three things that the army expects from him. I think one thing which the army is expecting from him is, of course, that, you know, uh, he is the one guy as of now who can steal Imran Khan's political thunder, for whatever that's worth, you know, to the extent that is possible. But at least he is somebody, you know, with some degree of credibility. So, even if it's a completely fixed election and all of that, be, you know, there is this thing that this guy has has some political capital, right? I think the politics has shifted. The ground has shifted very, very seriously from under uh, the, the Muslim League Nawaz's feet. That's my assessment. I could be wrong, uh, but that's that's the way I'm looking at it. And it has moved quite uh, quite significantly in Imran Khan's favor. But even then, Muslim League is a party of some consequence in Punjab. Now, you can't bring in People's Party and say that People's Party will challenge Imran Khan. Well, people will laugh you out of the bloody place. Bilawal Bhutto was 10 vote in Lahore, for example. Okay, Lahore has what? Something like 18 seats or something. Some obscene number of mm -hmm. seats. He won't get a damn single seat, right? Faisalabad, he will not get any seat. But they have no presence. Okay? It's basically a Tanga party in Punjab. You know what a Tanga party is, now? That the entire support base can be fitted in a Tanga. Yeah. So, so... Jisko hum rikshah ya innova bolte hain yaan Pakistan Stone Age mein, wo abhi bhi tangye mein ghoomte hain. population bhi badi hai na, so we can fit more people in innova. My granddad had an uh, ambassador car. I'm talking about 70s. Huh? And mm. once the entire tabber had to go to for some picnic or something. You know how many people fitted into that damn car? 16. What? Huh? 16. 16 Punjabis? 
16 punjabis oh i'm chote the yaar not this size and that <laughs> <laughs> but kids and but anyways so the point is that people's party is a tanga party right so you need a credible face now who do you get who can mm-hmm. actually emerge as somebody as a credible opposition to imran khan when even when imran khan is not on the ticket you know he is in jail or been sidelined or disqualified or whatever so one was the political side of things that you needed a guy like nawaz <clears throat> you had no alternative shabaz simply did not match up the second is that of course nawaz sharif does have uh, does have a good equity with some of the gulf uh, shakedowns but again he's rebuilt those equities i think in 2013 2014 when they were all very excited about cpec uh, they had burned some bridges with uh, with the saudis and the emiratis many people don't remember that this was around the time 14 15 when the yemen crisis starts okay but hmm. cpec had already started happening <clears throat> now the saudis and the emiratis wanted that nawaz sharif uh, you know commits the pakistan armed forces to their military operations in yemen against yemen hmm. the pakis were balking now the chinese told the pakis ke yaar forget the arabs now we are bringing in the big bucks right why do you need the arabs now so nawaz sharif did a political thing that he went to parliament and he knew that parliament would reject it so then he said i'm sorry habibi i can't do it anymore right and that was the time when uh, the then uh, foreign minister of uae or was it the junior foreign minister i don't remember uh, i remember his name anwar gargash if i'm not mistaken had come out with the statement which was really a scathing uh, statement against pakistan and uh, it it caused a lot of bad blood between uh, some of these arab states and pakistan now uh, they also got back at him so jab nawaz sharif ke khilaf case ban raha tha uh, some of the documents which were used to indict nawaz sharif and fix him actually came from the uae and from saudi arabia okay because the whole case was that there was this steel mill that had been sold and then qatar was involved and the qatari sheikh was involved but the uae gave that letter that this guy was employed in his son's company or member of his son's company and he was entitled to a salary which he didn't take and then the judges interpreted that if you were supposed to take a salary but you did not take it you should have declared it otherwise you have misrepresented your assets matlab it was that bizarre a case and they disqualified him and the the uae was you know was the government which actually shared those documents so there has been a bit of an up and down between these countries but nawaz sharif being nawaz sharif i think over the years seems to have rebuilt some of his equities with these guys and the expectation is that uh, when nawaz sharif comes back at least that's what is in the public domain the chinese are not giving any or not sinking in any more money so now they think that we'll make a charlie of the arabs uh and and the thing is that you know there there are these figures ke 25 billion dollars will come from the saudis 25 from emirates 
from Oman or from Qatar and you know that kind of thing. So we'll have a hundred billion dollars coming in and wow, wow, Pakistan ke baare niyare. You know that kind of shit. So there is that calculation which is also going on. And they believe that, you know, Nawaz Sharif with his pro-business approach, with his, uh, with his you know, uh, track record of running the economy well, which is actually nonsense. Because in his second tenure, when he left office, when he was actually, when the coup happened in 99, Pakistan was on the brink of default. It was bankrupt. They had no money left. Uh, when they were fighting the Kargil war, I think they had about one or two billion dollars as foreign exchange reserve. And when he demitted office, they were in a very, very bad shape. Uh, of course, Ishagdar, his relative and a clownish finance minister denies it, but that's utter nonsense. You just need to go back to the old uh, you know, uh, documents and see what the numbers are. And, and it comes out very clearly that they'd run the economy into the ground. Uh, in his third tenure, again, the same thing happened. By the time the PMLN government went out, they had run in, run so many debts uh, and they had uh, such a huge uh, you know, current account deficit that there was going to be a balance of payments crisis. So it's not as though Nawaz Sharif's economic tax record has been stellar in the sense that you give me a hundred crore rupees, to do char sal to maybe what a chap result the Hasakona. Uskiha Tere Pase Vapis of Gandhi Tapala Lagana Kitnikovapis. So that is what is happening. Uh, so but I think the army still thinks that maybe now because they are becoming more hands-on. On in the economic domain also, they've set up this uh, this organization called the SIFC, uh, Investment Facility, Special Investment Facilitation Council or Committee or something like that, uh, which is basically like a super finance ministry now. So they've set that up. And they think that, you know, with this in place, the army is part and parcel of this so we'll be able to call the shots and we'll make sure that nothing, you know, these guys don't go haywire. Sati Saath, I think they've done another thing that politically they have created a counter force also in Punjab as well as in KP uh, from uh, the people who left uh, Imran Khan's party or who was taken out of Imran Khan's party. So they are the people who it is expected in Punjab, they will take about 20, 25, maybe 30 seats. And maybe in KP another 10-15. So they will hold the balance of power. That means that Nawaz is room for maneuverability. Because he will not then get a simple majority on his own. Will be somewhat controlled by this element. So he will have to run a coalition government. In which a very important component of the coalition. Uh, will be basically. You know. Uh, basically the forges puppets. So, so ye plan of action hai, wo kitna chalega, chalega, that's another matter. Achha, ek badi interesting cheese thi ki ye Gaza, uh, Madhav Imran Khan, he had uh, kind of dissolved his own uh, legislative assembly in uh, in provinces where he was in power. So much for that. I mean, he clearly uh, made a blunder there too. And now, I mean, he's in jail, which is even worse for him. But 
दिस माइट यू माइट थिंक ये क्या पूछ रहा है एंड वॉट इज वन गॉट टू डू विद अदर बट कंसिडरिंग द करंट पैलेस्टाइन कॉन्फ्लिक्ट डू यू थिंक पाकिस्तान कैन एक्चुअली यूज दिस कॉन्फ्लिक्ट and raise money from the arab world saying how they are the military force and they will protect the palestinians blah 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 i'm it's, i'm just thinking out loud like can the pakistanis leverage this now dekh ek to jo imran khan wala hai na ye wala question reserve mein rakh is pe baad pe aate hain see imran khan at one level did a very stupid thing by resigning from the two provincial assemblies okay had he been in the two provincial assemblies he could have run circles around these people but the thing is that he made actually a very bold political move see he wa- he was more interested in getting elections to the central legislature the national assembly but he had governments in punjab and kp now his thing was that okay at the center i have lost majority so shabash sharif is there and he will mm-hmm. not allow elections or he will not dissolve the house before august 2023 okay but since i have the two provincial assemblies i can dissolve them overnight and then constitutionally elections will have to be held within 60 days or 90 days 90 days i think if it's premature then i think it's 90 if it's on that particular date it is 60 so his thing was that constitutionally there is no way out they will have to hold elections within 90 days now here is the thing that if you take kp and uh, punjab and you are holding provincial elections out there okay imran khan would have swept now he has a fresh mandate in two provinces and then when you go in for national elections there were a whole lot of other constitutional thing ke ab in provinces mein caretaker government hogi ke nahi hogi acha agar caretaker government oh, that had to be decided and then the thing was that even if he lost the national election the fact that he controlled the provinces of punjab and kp he would make mince meat out of the guy who was sitting in islamabad it's like saying that you won the national election in india and virtually you know up bihar mp rajasthan haryana punjab but about 20 states or 25 states out of 30 are not in your control How can you run a government? हम तो फिर भी कर सकते हैं बट उनके यहां पर इट बिकेम इम्पॉसिबल टू रन अ गवर्नमेंट इट इट्स नॉट पॉसिबल बिकॉज द प्रोविंशियल गवर्नमेंट विल सिंपली नॉट लेट यू फंक्शन सो हिस कैलकुलेशन वॉज दैट इफ द इलेक्शन इज हेल्ड दे विल हैव टू ब्रिंग फॉरवर्ड द नेशनल इलेक्शन वॉट ही डिड नॉट केटर फॉर वॉज दिसड हम नहीं करवाते कर लो जो करना वो कोर्ट्स ने बोला नहीं करवाना पड़ेगा उन्होंने बोला आप शोर्ट दम द मिडिल फिंगर नाउ व्हेन यू फ्लाउड द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन विद सच ब्रेजननेस ये तो कैलकुलेट नहीं किया था ना दिस वाज नेवर कैलकुलेटेड एंड दे फ्लाउटेड इट दे सेड स्क्रू ऑफ दे टोल्ड द जजेस टू टेक अ हाइक 
छोड़ तो मिडिल फिंगर नहीं करवाते कर लो जो करना कैलकुलेशन वॉज इन ड्रॉ अब दूसरा तेरा सवाल क्या था हाँ वो, वो के हम इनको फंड करेंगे ताकि ये ओ यार कोई ऐसे फंड वंड इसलिए नहीं करता कितने पैसे देंगे दे तो रहे हैं पैसे दो, दो चार बिलियन डॉलर की तरफ फेंक देते हैं वो बट बियॉन्ड दैट आई डोंट थिंक सी अरब्स हैव बिकम वेरी स्मार्ट नाउ दे आर सेइंग दैट लुक सम मनी विल गिव यू लाइक यू नो फॉर बैलेंस ऑफ पेमेंट सपोर्ट एंड शिट लाइक दैट एज अ लोन but the arabs have said that now you need to start cleaning up your act so you need to be under an imf program if you want our money number one they never insisted on this earlier but now they are insisting on it secondly they say that okay fine why don't you monetize your assets hmm so we'll buy it you know we'll buy your family silver we'll run it and you do that so so there is no free money going to them and look on the arab israeli crisis डेसीमेशन ऑफ हमास because that is where their interests lie they would want temperatures to cool down they would want to normalize with israel because they are now looking to the future hmm. oil is not going to stay forever oil hmm. economics changing very fast next 20 years they'll be difficult to find a jaise aajkal it's very difficult to find matware bomba to waise bomba bol raha hu bombay is still a very backward place where you still have those kali peeli taxis fiat wali oh band ho gaye ho hai हो गई बात हाँ फाइनली बंद हो गई काली पीली बड़ा सैड लोग हो गए प्रीमियर पद्मिनी बंद कर दी दो तीन दिन पहले ही की ओ अच्छा तो आई एम नॉट दैट फार ऑफ बट तुम लोग चलाते थे बाकी तो दुनिया में कहीं इस देश में कहीं पे भी नहीं ये घटिया गाड़ियां चलती थी एनी सो दॉइंट इज दैट जस्ट एज इट इज वेरी रेयर टू फाइंड यू नो वन ऑफ दीज प्रीमियर पद्मनी हम तो अभी भी फियर्ट ही बोलते हैं उसको Fiat or ambassadors, anywhere on, for example, in Delhi roads, it's like you can probably see a vintage car. You can't see any of these anymore, right? Uh, it'll be the same thing with petrol cars twenty years from now. The way the EV section is growing, so the petrol economics or the fuel economics is changing. It's like changing crazily. and if this hydrogen thing comes in then it completely revolutionizes the 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 energy markets so i think the 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 arab world is also realizing that they need to move on and this old model of last what 80 90 years 100 years is gone it's over it's finished and i think the the visionary leadership in the arab world is trying to do that which is why they are saying that okay fine let's move on ये झगड़े वगड़ों को भी वी कैन सॉल्व इट मच बेटर इफ यू हैव गुड रिलेशंस रादर देन यू नो ट्राइंग टू सॉल्व दीज थिंग्स फर्स्ट सो सो दिस हमास थिंग दे वुड बी वेरी हैप्पी टू गेट रेड ऑफ एंड फ्रैंकली दैट लेवरेज इफ द पाकिस्तानी थॉट दे हैव या फॉर पब्लिक कंजम्पन फॉर फॉर यू नो फॉर पोलिटिकल शो देल ऑल टॉक अबाउट you know uh, palestinian cause and shit like that 
but i think again i'm not saying something which is very profound it's it's been published information also that a lot of arab countries are saying yaar theek hai khatam karo ab isko don't 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 you know linger with it anymore so i do, you... i think that leverage of the pakistanis is gone yeah so basically also i think a lot of it is also got to do with the indian side becoming so strong economically and multiple factors in my opinion india just has more leverage now which people refuse to acknowledge and if they try to play footsie with pakistan beyond a point even the indians can no because see kushal you know in the 70s and 80s we always thought ki yaar humko tel ki zarurat hai you know we need to buy the oil and so you know the arabs hold us by a curlies right it is around the early 2000s when we realized that look we need the arab oil but how many countries are there that can buy as much oil as we buy so we are not we are not they are as dependent on us as a market as we are on them as suppliers and uh, it now transpires that we even are processing russian oil in fact russia is today our biggest oil supplier right? yeah and we are selling it to the europeans which is, and the americans yeah, and which is the funniest part we're making a yeah. huge profit of it right so today you know it very clearly nobody wants to miss out on india as a market for oil but that's just one part of it i think the other part of it also has to do with the the what i keep repeating the visionary leadership in many of these arab states you know the uae for example fabulous characters here like just look at the width of the vision they they realize ke tel khatam ho raha hai we are becoming a financial center we are becoming a business center they they've transformed the damn place right uh everybody wants to go and do business out there everybody wants to have a house out there very well managed law and order is taken care of you know excellent connectivity you name it it's there mbs is trying to replicate that now when you are trying to do something like that why would you want to be on at odds with india unless of course you are an idiot like erdogan right he's a duffer is a complete loser he is living in some 14th 15th century you know he thinks he is artogral like most of the pakistanis think they are artogral so he also thinks he is one of those he is a complete duffer right so forget him forget the turks they are they are a lost cause i have nothing but contempt for these guys but look at the arabs they've understood it and and they are, they are changing direction uh so i think that is something which is also working in our favor and they see that okay fine yaar if if we need to invest our sovereign wealth which is a growth economy today it's not belgium what do you get out of bloody belgium yaar you know it's not many of the other european countries it is india is one of the fastest growing economies and is going to continue to grow you look at the energy in india today yaar so they would also want to come out here acha what was the comparison okay 20 years back maybe you could do it with pakistan today how do you do it with pakistan kya hai wo to har bari wo jata hai acha ji aapke parivar mein kisi ki death ho gayi main aa raha hu ji 
मैं आपके यहाँ वो जो हम पंजाबियों में नहीं होता जी अफसोस करने आ ठीक है वो बोलते आ जाए यार पैसे ही लेने आ रहा है हमको भी पता है तो आएगा अफसोस करेगा वो जैसे वो पंजाबी नहीं करते थोड़ा बहुत हाथ हाथ मिलाएगा गोडे गोडे छुएगा अच्छा जनाब वो तो सब ठीक है बट उन दसो के कोई नोट शोट दे सकते हो तो बोलता अच्छा यार तू जा खैर छाड़ ए एक बिलियन डॉलर ले ठीक है वो इसलिए जाते हैं नो दे इट्स नॉट लाइक डोंट नो दिस सो दे आर सीइंग दैट लुक व्हेन वी डील विद इंडिया देयर इज अ वेरी प्रॉफिटेबल रिलेशनशिप द इंडियन डायस्पोरा व्हिच गोस एंड वर्क्स इन द अरब कंट्रीज इज डिसिप्लिन्ड दे नेवर क्रिएट एनी फस आउट देयर दे नेवर यू नो गेट you know create political disturbances they never do any such thing they they are law abiding they follow the law why would they not want good relations with us and i think they've started seeing the difference and clearly that's also now showing uh, in in how they they uh, you know relate to both the countries now i have to ask you this question because you've also written about it in your essay <laughs> so you know with nawaz back you're going to have the usual suspects in india without taking any names we're going to sing love songs about how india pakistan relations can finally improve nawaz is soft on india that is the reason nawaz was removed in the first place by the army because he was trying to be soft on india he came on narendra modi's opening ceremony blah 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 how do you look at it so look i it's not that nawaz is in love with indians okay perish that thought hamare yahan to problem see the problem in india is everybody first wants to do rishtedari and then wants to do dhanda i always say follow the marwadi model you know the marwadi model is you first do dhanda when the person proves that he is reliable trustworthy all of that then you do rishtedari Punjabis do it the other way round. They'll first do rishtedari, then they'll crib about kya, dhanda kya tha, usne mere ko loot liya. So I prefer the Marwadi model of foreign policy also. And what I mean by that is that look, so I I know, and I can I I I I can guess that Nawaz not I don't want him to be in love with me, but he actually thinks that many of Pakistan's problems, and I think he thinks rightly. can be solved if he improves relations with india so for example if relations with india improve the uh, the kind of role that the pakistan army plays in pakistani politics it loses not all of it but it loses a its raise on the ethre in in a significant way one right secondly Uh, if you have good relations with india it helps to moderate your own society it opens up huge amounts of opportunities for you and those are opportunities pakistan can't afford to miss out on now he understands all of it and that is the reason why he always wants to try and move towards normalization yaar business ki baatein karo let's talk business let's do trade let's do these kind of things unfortunately he has not been able to uh, uh, actually sell that line either to the army in in any significant manner and even worse not to his own party and then certainly not to the pakistani people 
तो शुडली छोड़ दी बीच में कि जी हाँ ट्रेड होनी चाहिए हाँ जी बहुत कुछ हमारा सांझा है यू नो दैट कैन स्टफ ही वेरी सस्टेन्ड एंड एंड अ वेरी कंसर्टेड एफर्ट टू चेंज परसेप्शन टूवर्ड्स इंडिया एंड देन ऑफकोर्स ही हैज दैट इस्लामिक यू नो कीड़ा इन हिम ऑल्सो दैट्स वेरी क्लियर but again on the flip side he is you know imbued with a lot of old world uh, you know old world hospitality charms graces uh, all of that on balance i think he is somebody india can engage with i i will not deny that I, and i think there is you know in diplomacy if the other side is taking an initiative there's no harm in engaging with them what i am deadly opposed to is the love fest that we want to do ke acha ji rishtedari ab humte ji sab changa ho gaya that's nonsense right let's let's behave like a mature nation let's behave like mature people so let us see what he comes up with if he comes up with things which uh, address our concerns and if he is realistic enough to know that uh, that the world is changed that what was on offer 10 15 20 years back is not on offer anymore what was on offer bloody 6 months back is not on offer anymore the terms and conditions have changed mm okay it's like if you were buying an airline ticket what it was yesterday is no longer what it is today and what is today might not be what is there tomorrow so he needs to understand that given the differing trajectories time is passing pakistan by they they can still get something from uh, normalizing with india but maybe 10 years later even that will not be possible maybe he understands that maybe he doesn't and i think if he becomes prime minister uh, or he becomes the power behind whoever becomes prime minister and he becomes like this senior elderly statesman then we'll have to wait and see uh, what is what exactly is on offer whether they are addressing our concerns and whether they are ready to move on or are they going to be you know the same old kg kashmir 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 to fir ji eltevet Yeah, I think they basically, as far as I'm concerned, Pakistan has no leverage on us anymore. They just don't have a negotiation. No, uh, le- point I think as far as they leverage to have, meaning they have that terrorism leverage now. But of course, the the reaction from the Indian side on that terrorism leverage is now going to be a lot, lot uh, more severe than what it has been in the past. Number two, remember. Uh, they have their own major terrorism problem coming mm. from their western border do they want to open two fronts i don't think so so yeah in that sense but again you have to understand when you say that they don't have any leverage you know the pakistanis are like they've already out they're already out of the world cup for all practical purposes but they're still making those permutation and combination on how they might be able to make it to the semi final so the typical so pakistani mindset hum to dube to mujhe bhi le lenge ke ha hum we are always going to be in the fray we are not going anywhere usko hmm. kaise usko dekhna padega na you have to address that 
ओके चल थोड़े क्वेश्चंस लेता हूं मैं व्यूअर्स ने अच्छे क्वेश्चन पूछे हैं समबडी इज आस्क हाई गोइंग हिस्टोरिकली इट वाज हो गया है इतने के तो मैं बात कैसे लेता अच्छा तू चुप चुप हो जा ये बता किसी ने पूछा इट वाज द पॉलिटिशियन इस्कंदर मिर्ज़ा हु गेव द गैम्बिट टू द आर्मी टू ग्रैब पावर डू यू थिंक नवाज हैज लर्नड हिज लेसन एज़ वेल ही वाज नॉट अ पॉलिटिशियन ही वाज अ ब्यूरोक्रेट हम इन व्हाट सेंस ही वाज अ ब्यूरोक्रेट इस्कंदर मिर्ज़ा वाज अ ब्यूरोक्रेट so do you uh, so these so what you're saying is so you're saying these are not comparable comparable right they're not no okay fair fair enough i i yeah i i agree but uh, <clears throat> so baki to maine puch liya tha kisi ne pucha tha with the situation in the middle east and possibly iran will again will the americans again use pakistan for what considering nawaz is back pakistan kya karega middle east mein ab pakistan I don't know. I seriously don't know. That that is that is a legitimate point. अच्छा तेरे को चले एक last question पूछता हूँ जाने के पहले before we wrap it up. बोल दो तू ऐसे रहा है कि सिर्फ एक nuclear question है. Nuclear question ही है ना. सबसे important question ये है कि let let us assume now that uh, Nawaz is in. He's going to be the next prime minister, or his Patsy is going to be the next prime minister. How long do you think this will last? <laughs> no, no. I that's think that's the most important. Relevant. No, no. I think it's an excellent question and a very relevant one and a question that everybody is asking. Uh, and frankly, I don't think anybody has an answer. The normal life of a government in Pakistan is three years, give or take six months. So Imran Khan was there for three and a half years. Before that, Nawaz Sharif was there for about three years, and then, of course, you know there was a change of government. So, upper limit, any government's three to three years normally. Four years will be max. Five years, no one will come back. Whether they break that logjam, we'll wait and see. I doubt if that will happen. Simply because, or given the kind of uh, political, economic, security, diplomatic uh, circumstances that exist in Pakistan. Uh, it's not going to stay for very long so I, that is why i have always been of the view that pakistan is going to continue to go through chronic political instability for the foreseeable future there there'll be some time periods in which it seems ke yaar acha nahi some semblance of stability has returned jaise aajkal ho raha hai to some extent but i don't think that's going to stay for very long so basically the dna of pakistan itself is so flawed that nation itself is so flawed that uh, yeah, all good things have to come to an end tere ko main bataun kya hota hai the moment a government is even when a government is just taking the oath of office that within the next 24 hours people will start insinuating or start you know speculating ke kitne din chalenge तो वो इवन बिफोर वो छह महीना भी नहीं देते कि जी ये तो अब बस अब ये ये सब कुछ हो गया है बिटवीन द विक्ट्री एंड द ओथ टेकिंग तो ये ज्यादा देर नहीं चलेंगे तो दे आर दैट एनार्किक अ पीपल एक तो पंजाबी माइनॉरिटी में हो तो ठीक रहता है पंजाबी मेजोरिटी में हो जाए ना तो एनार्की एनार्की है उसके बाद तो वहां पर तो वो साठ है तो एनार्की तो होनी है बेसिकली 
the grand conclusion of this is Pakistan's problem is two faced. It is Islamism and, and Punjabi. Yeah. Exactly. Punjabi <laughs> Punjabi Muslim. By normal jo Punjabi hota hai, wo fir bhi thoda sa dhairiya rakhta hai, thoda moderate hota hai. Punjabi Muslim and Islamism. Hmm. Kya and on that positive note, <laughs> we, will talk, we will end today's podcast. Uh, thanks for coming, buddy. Huh? Gali kya galiyan padni hai? Tujhe waise hi log itni galiyan dete hain abhi. Tu aur kya galiyan khayega? Tu mushtanda ho gaya abhi. Basically, तुझे अभी आदत वो क्या है वो गाना तो अब तो आदत सी है मुझको ऐसे जीने की वो भी एक पाकिस्तानी का ही लाइन है नहीं बेकार मैंने नहीं सुना वो गाना but हाँ but I kind of enjoy it and then I and the the part which I love is that when I block them तो वो मेरे को बड़ा अच्छा लगता है मजा क्योंकि अंकल अंकल बोलता है ना साला उसपे तो मैं सीधा पहले ब्लॉक करता हूँ उसको साले अपने बाप को जाके अंकल Hmm. Yeah, but so let's see. Let, let's see. Kya yeah. hota hai? To, to me, I think Nawaz Sharif's, uh, it, this is my personal opinion, from whatever little I follow by reading you and listening to other people, I just think Pakistan is a constant state of organized chaos. And yeah, it's yeah. always, it, 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 that's all it is. And, and it's never going to change until and unless you know people say oh pakistan will never break again i was like well it broke in 1971 give me one good reason exactly. why it won't break again exactly so there's nothing permanent in the world yeah there's nothing permanent you know all empires have come they've been impregnable and then poof up in the air gone who could have thought in 1985 that soviet union will break up even when Soviet Union was breaking up, even the Americans were surprised that it is breaking up. Even they had not expected it to break up. So, hmm. forces of history are nothing you can do about it. Yeah, let's see. Chal, yaar. We'll wrap it up. Thanks once again for okay, coming. Chal, yeah. okay. All right, guys, we'll wrap it up. Uh, in the description, you'll see the link to Sushant's ORF piece. Go read it. Uh, and uh, you have Sushant's Twitter handle in the description to go follow him on Twitter or X, whatever. Sounds really pornographic. I don't know buy the merch or you know agar kuch nahi kar sakte to audio wale ho to rating de dena aur youtube wale ho to like subscribe kar dena aur comment chhod dena galiyan sushant ko dena pyar mujhe dena i'll see you guys next time take care bye see you yeah